Kevin. Hi, I'm Jack. This is good company. Wait, that's all wrong. Can't help it. The girl can't help it. Can't help it. The girl can't help it. She walks by. The mean folks stand in the Can't help it. All right, right off the bat, I want to apologize to you, Jack. Uh-oh. Today is one of my least favorite days of the year. We're Uh-oh. back on standard time, oh. and it's a beautiful day weather-wise, but Jack, in an effort to stave off any gloominess I might have, he said, why don't we go out in the uh, Volkswagen, we're going to work, we'll, we'll go and clean it up, and then we'll go for a drive. And I said, you know what, that's a good idea. And, and did he... Bitched about everything. I didn't. (laughs) What really? What I realized was, (laughs) if you put a GoPro, a GoPro camera on the dashboard in front in front of me, you would have thought that we narrowly escaped a major rollover crash thirteen times in a half an hour. I've become the girl from the TikTok videos who grabs her friend's arm. If I see brake lights and the car's 50 yards in front of us, oh. I'm, I've already got my hand on the dashboard. I don't know where I got I'm like a cat in a room full of rocking chairs, and it's miserable. We're having a great time. We drove down to Old Town. We saw the world's skinniest revenge house. Spite house. Spite house, which is a thing we'll, we can On talk Queen about Street. that. And but we're just driving around and 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 then he just at the end to just fuck with me a little bit, which I he wasn't was fully even fucking well with you. Pull, whipping around and coming on to farming to drive driving he, the way I normally kind, drive. He kind of gunned it a little bit, and if I were him, I would have done the same thing. I would have pussyfooted my way onto the road. And really here I am, funny. and you would have thought that I was nearly flung from the vehicle. Oh, I, I want to be thrown clear of the wreck, Jack. That's really anyway. So so you, first wait, of wait, all, I tried to explain <laughs> the safety features of the Volkswagen. But also tell, I want to, I want you to oh. the ex, the expression is I'm going to take you out and blow the stink off. That's what I said. I said, I said, well, it's nice and sunny and it's not too hot. See, I have a convertible, but I rarely put the top down during the day. It has to be the perfect it's, alignment. It's temperature's not. But is that a yeah. country saying? What? Blow the stink off. That's my dad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dad. But go outside and blow the stink off. And uh, Kevin doesn't like convertibles because he the, the wind and the air and all that. And I basically only put my top down at night or towards the end of the day. Um, if and, and if it's warm out and you're coming back from Rockville, you will put the top down, crank up the radio, and go 90 oh, miles yeah, an hour. Yeah, yeah. You love that That's thing. That's my favorite part of having a convertible. But like today, it was sunny. And but it was only like seventy something degrees. But it was and, nice. And also with my eyeballs, I can't see if the sun's <laughs> too bright. And I had new sunglasses, and they were working really well. You got them from Timu for two Timu, bucks. Timu, Timu, Timu for three dollars sunglasses. Everybody go to Timu. <laughs> That's a free commercial for Timu. <laughs> and you're driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> and I and I and we and it was just really funny because I thought, well, we'll be outside. He'll enjoy it. He'll get straight sunshine straight on his head. Yeah. Because he didn't wear a hat. I did. And I'm like, and my big old bald head i had to wear a hat but anyway <laughs> and then we i had new floor mats and i wanted to vacuum and put the new floor mats in and trying to make the volkswagen look a little nicer it looked nicer and uh you know in vacuum and, so, and then i was like okay well now let's go drive to, let's go drive through old town and oh yeah this is fun <laughs> well we had we had, so, I, had, I had i enjoyed it i just had those ridiculous moments of my god we're gonna crash now in his in, in another he doesn't like my volkswagen period because he see he feels too low to the ground and he feels like it drives 
too fat, like it, like it moves too fast or it's too sharp or what I, I, I kind of understand it. It really does feel like you're driving much faster than you are in the Volkswagen, but you know, as opposed to an SUV or whatever, it, it isn't as bad. So I do get that. I guess you do feel a little more vulnerable. You're lower. To the I don't, but yeah. you do. And then of course I was explaining all the safety features of the Volkswagen. The Volkswagen vault convertible has this, uh, uh, rollover fl- feature, rollover feature. Cause there's no roll bar, but if you, the call, car flips there's these two metal poles that shoot out of the back seat and will pierce your body no 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 they're behind the seat and so that if the car is flipped upside down it's still level it's similar to the mechanism they use to kill cows in uh, slaughterhouses (laughs) with my luck i'd be leaning over when it rolled over <laughs> That's very funny. Oh, that's really funny, Kevin. That was really, anyway. My, my apologies. Oh, fine, it's fine. But I was laughing because, but, but you know, I'm like, you know, all he ever does is bitch about wanting to be out in the sunlight. I'm trying. I'm, you know, I don't want to leave the fucking house. And I was like, okay, well, let's go do this. And I, and I even, I was like, hey, I, I, this is an idea. How about we go and I vacuum the Volkswagen out and, and put the new floor mats and we drive around Old Town. We drive around. A it was bit. nice though. It was nice. It was. It at was one a point, beautiful I got, day. I want. I got out to look at the Revenge House or the Spite, Spite House. house. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm getting the urge to walk. And you're like, I'll help you get over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say, go ahead, walk. I'll pick you up at the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah. But um, we both. Oh, that's funny! So, oh, that's funny! Uh, we both can. We both agree. I'm a lousy passenger. He is a. Uh, he's actually when he drives, he scares himself. I do. I hate and my when driving. He's a passenger. <laughs> it's even worse. Yes. So if he is not looking up. If he looks down or anything or at all, we're about and to die. Then he looks up. There is a, there is a, 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 and the foot through the, he's over there breaking really hard. And you always send me those pictures of what people's leg bones look like when they put them up on the dashboard right. in a wreck and it just jams them into their torso. It's the worst thing you could do. Pet peeve of mine. It is, a it, 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 it it just disgusts me. It's people it's who the put worst thing. their feet up on the dashboard of a car. One, if you got your shoes on, it's not quite so bad, but you still got your feet up on the dashboard of the car. It's like putting them up on a table, but that's yeah. beside the point. Two, Barefoot. if you have an accident, mm-hmm. you are going to be snapped in ways that are it's it's terrifying. Never going to recover properly. So you really have to. So I have to fight the urge to put never, my feet up. A, a, a gal pal of mine back in Parkersburg sent me pictures when she was going on vacation and she had her uh, feet up on the dashboard. We're on vacation. And I yelled at her, "Take your feet off the, take your feet off the deck!" And she sent me the next picture with her feet not on the dashboard. It was very funny. Well, anyway, I, we both agree I'm a terrible passenger. Yes, you are. We also agree that stone crabs are overrated. Stone crabs are the little claw things. The ones the that claw. we get in Fort Lauderdale. I don't get the cl- I don't And know. there's that salt they market. They taste good. They taste fine, but there's that salt market by us down in Fort Lauderdale. Yes. And I get a text from them every day. Yes. Now, yesterday, the football game was early. Yes. So they're like, this is perfect before the Finns play. Three medium stone crab claws. Three. $35. Oof. What Thir- was the one that you just said you saw you went into? Oh, it was when we were, when, when I was putting the... The, the, you oh, in- they wanted blue crabs. They wanted ninety dollars for a dozen. 
$90. So that works out to $8 a crab. And I looked at him, I go, is that good? And That's he's terrible. Like, That's terrible. That's terrible. And of course, you know, uh, Kevin Kevin reads the sales things. Yeah. And he'll be like, Dungeness Crab, six ninety nine. dollars Harry's Teeter. Oh, <laughs> I just, Saul tries to spin you like they're selling you, like what a great deal. Now, they're like, this is the perfect snack for the Finns game, which is short for the Miami Dolphins, which is the NFL team down there. And we're here today to talk about Flipper, who also <gasps> happens to be a dolphin. Oh, bravo! <laughs> bro! Thank you. They're getting better and better. I, <laughs> They're getting better and better. I'm so glad you haven't picked up on them yet. But that you we wanna... <laughs> got all the way around there, back to the Miami Dolphins. Yep. Look at you. Yeah, and they call them the Finns for short. But oh, look at you. We wanted to take a walk down memory lane this week because Flipper is a show I really enjoy. Okay, wait one second. I'm going to interrupt him. <laughs> okay. Kevin gets onto these retro shows and he talks about them like they just came out. Yeah. Well, so he was on a Hawaii Five-0 with Jack Lord. Uh-huh. He was on a, uh, uh, a Flipper. Uh, he does. He's done Brady Bunch and well, there was another sure. one that he did not that long ago. And I'm drawing a blank, <laughs> but he will talk about them like it's the newest episode. Well, I understand out. that they're 50 years old. It's not like I'm in a child. No, no, no. But you're. But you. But it's like because you know what? It was really funny because you know what? I almost said uh-huh. i almost said it's just like the newest episode of friends that came out yeah, right. now that just told you how much i watch regular television yeah, true. that friends has I, a- uh, flipper comes on it's on um pluto tv pluto and TV? um i was watching one the other day and the plot lines are ridiculous they don't care continuity goes out the window they don't, but it's, they don't it's, care about and, and audience is endless entertainment i know but in family. 1964 people would put up with anything like in one episode somebody gets bitten by a sea snake there are no sea snakes in the Caribbean, but it made for a compelling storyline. And another there one There are no sea snakes around the Florida Keys. There are no sea snakes in the entire Atlantic. There are no that's a that's a oh. Pacific thing. So they made they invented a you know, let just go with it. And the plot lines but no, are But ridiculous. you've also done that before with TV shows where you've been like Oh, those two animals wouldn't be in the same background. No, no they wouldn't. They're, because they're, he's an animal. I am. I am. Whatever so I know those technic- things. But back in 1964, the audiences weren't as sophisticated. But a little background, and, and I was watching it the other day, and Bud and Sandy, who we'll get to, <laughs> they had to go. talking about. He talks, but he does but a <laughs> so they, flip. They had to go across a Navy firing range <laughs> to get to wherever they wanted to go. He but it was a Saturday. For two days, and people. they weren't supposed two to be days. firing. And they're cutting through, and it's actually Bud and Sandy. You can see them in their whaler. And they were blowing up shit around that boat. It was terrifying. And you could see that the actors were mortified. Oh, they almost got blown out of the water. I was howling. I had to film it. I shared it with everybody. But Oh, that's hilarious. Flipper, if you don't know, was an American television program. It aired from 1964 to 1967. And it was a... It was, it was originally two movies. It. The world loved it. And when it came out, the original movie was just was just called Flipper. It came out in 63. It starred Chuck Connors. Chuck Connors. And then uh, Flipper's New Adventure came out in 64. Okay, Paul, I'm going to pause you right there because yep. we want to go back. So the movie with Chuck Connors, Chuck Connors and his wife and their child, Sandy. Mm-hmm. Sandy is the oldest brother on the TV show. Right. Because he was a cute little kid on the, in the movie. Yep. And he had a pet pelican named Pete. And he, uh, Flipper in the movie, got harpooned accidentally, and the, and Sandy nursed him back to health. Okay. And well, another little thing about Sandy, which started in the movie, he wanted to do 
all of his own stuff. And they let him do it, too. So by the time it becomes a TV show in 1964, Porter Rick has been replaced by Chuck Connors. It's not Chuck Connors. It's now Brian Kelly is in the second movie. And then Brian Kelly is the dad, Porter Rick, in the TV series. And Sandy is now the older brother, and he's got a younger brother, Bud, Bud. who's played by Luke Halpern. So he's no longer the focus of the Flipper show. <laughs> his little brother, kids, Bud. It's because kids outgrow their cute stage. And, and So he was a tween at this point. <laughs> so Luke was, yeah, Luke was probably 15 or, you know, 14. So they lived at the fictional Coral Key. Coral Key? Park, which Where is, is Coral Key, Kevin? Well, it was it was supposed to be based on John Pennekamp State Park in Key Largo. They did most of the filming on Virginia Key, which is a state park between Miami and Key Biscayne. That's where they had the little cottage. But they also filmed the scenes at Ivan Tours Studios, which later became Greenwich Studios, where in the 80s they filmed a lot of the interiors for Miami Vice. And it's still there. So um, it was a big hit, and it aired on Saturday nights, and it was on for three years. But then as the kids got a little older, ratings were slipping, and back in the 60s was cutthroat. And they, yeah. they after the third season, they, they axed it. But... I enjoy it because it's so absurd. And Flipper, they they anthropomorphized Flippers yes. to the point where he is almost a human. He's saying yes and no, kind of. Yeah. Uh, and this is my this is my favorite one of my favorite episodes. There are, are are I don't know. There's forty or fifty, but this one is from season three. Oh, oh wait, we're gonna do it just like the regular show. Okay, yeah. so, so, do, so go, okay, Flipper. Like this flipper. is Flipper. Flipper. Season three. Season three. Episode sixteen. Episode sixteen. The most expensive sardine in the world the most expensive sardine in the world <laughs> so it starts out we are at a yacht club it's supposed to be in the coral key state park and mrs iris sharp of new york and palm beach <laughs> is at the yacht club as mrs iris sharp of new york and palm beach said she was getting away from it all now that means she sailed her yacht into coral key here watched over by her attorney she discovered the simple life and <laughs> nice boat. <laughs> yeah, yep. And so here comes Bud and Sandy, and they're in a whaler. We actually had that exact same whaler. It was a 15-footer. But she's on the, the, the deck of her boat. Her lawyer is reading the New York Stock Exchange. And he's got a bowler hat he's on. He's got a bowler point, hat on, yeah. and Iris is feeding Flipper sardines. Out of a can. It's marvelous. Does he ever miss? Never. Well, hardly ever. So while she's feeding him the sardines, we see that she's got on a lot of very elaborate jewelry, and it's kind of obvious what's going to happen. So as she flicks another sardine to Flipper, her gigantic bracelet goes flying off her arm. We see it float down into the crystal clear water, and it lands smack dab on the top of a spiny lobster and gets lodged in its (laughs) antenna. It's like antenna. Come on, Flipper. Here's a nice big sardine for you this time. Come on, Flipper. So you actually see Flipper. Now, Flipper was played by seven different dolphins, I believe. They were all female except one. They used females because females were calmer. They didn't have scars from fighting, and they just made for better continuity. They didn't look, they looked the same. And the they males didn't tended have to. Hoo-hoos. Whenever you see uh, Flipper doing the tail walk, that's the only male. That's, the, oh, it, I, that's in my little, in my research. He was the only male because it was the only one who could do that trick. The other girls never learned yeah, the it. The girls couldn't do it. So you actually see Flipper trying to grab the antenna of the spiny lobster, but he just can't seem to do it. And the spiny lobster gets away under a piece of coral. So now 
and re- the heavy-handed writing of Flipper is one of the things I love about it. And this is when we learn how valuable that bracelet is. That bracelet is made of solid diamonds and emeralds. It's priceless. 36 diamonds, 28 emeralds. Worth a fortune. Well, don't just sit there. Do something. Oh, Jesus. So it's 38 diamonds and 27. and it was we, we 31, 31 diamonds diamonds and 28. I thought it was 38. One. Well, they, we, they go, they go it, back to it again and again, talking about yeah, it, and, and, it. But it's an uneven number. It's 31 and 20. It's like, <laughs> why would it be the same amount? It's and very funny. It's ridiculous. So. Flipper says he can see it, but he just can't get it. Now, so, now, now what did you just say? Well, because uh, Flipper has told them. Wait, he knows says, where it is. Uh, Flipper, do you know where the bracelet is? And Flipper nods. And and Flipper's not actually, that's a kookaburra, which is a bird native oh, to Australia. Oh, you took more of my research. Oh, I'll, I'll stop. Oh, no, no, that's fine. That's fine. So now Bud and Sandy get on their gear and dive, <laughs> and we see shots of them. Clearly not in a marina, but way out on a beautiful reef amongst big uh, schools of fish. And again, Flipper, they don't care. The, so you're saying that there's not coral reefs directly in the harbor by the parked boats, <laughs> no, Kevin? No, I'm pretty sure it's mucky and muddy. And <laughs> So this is where Iris is losing her shit. Call the FBI. Do something. Bud and Sandy can't find it either. Oh, and- I want to pause you again. Okay. So Bud and Sandy live at the beach. They're always in the water. They're always, always, always in the water. Always on that wheel. They're wearing jean cutoffs. Yeah. Now, I am a child of the late 70s or the early 70s. (laughs) I wore jean cutoffs all the time. I wore jean cutoffs when we went in the boat. Yeah, they never have swimsuits. But you would wear a swimsuit if you were going to be in the water that much. I think it was to show how kind of like folksy it is. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, their dad, Porter Rick... Comes rolling up in his in his much bigger boat, and they explain him what's going on. So Kevin, t- Kevin told me that term when I was little. Our our uh, little ski boat was a uh, a trihull, and now that I know the term trihull, every time I see a trihull, I go, "Oh look, it's a trihull <laughs> or a cathedral hall." Oh, a cathedral! I like trihull. So the big mean lawyer starts telling Porter Rick that they know. The governor, and they know the senator, and they know everybody else, and they better get that bracelet back. Well, I got here as quickly as I could. Ranger, there are 36 diamonds down there. 28 emeralds. You simply must find my bracelet. We tried, Dad. We really did. I know you did, bud. Well, I'll do what I can. My dad will get your bracelet back, Mrs. Sharp. Don't worry. I think I'd better warn you that the governor is a personal friend of mine. And the senators. I have witnesses, Mr. Ricks. That dolphin was creating a nuisance. He was not. Bud, please. You had better work fast. You had better find that bracelet for Mrs. Sharp or else. So this gives Porter Rick a chance to get out the underwater TV camera. Oh, that's And fabulous. it's ridiculous. Again, they put the camera in, and Iris is it's like, we're going to... It's believable technology, Kevin. <laughs> that is the technology that's out there. You can use it. So Iris is like, we're going to find it looking at a TV. And we see, of course, again, they're out on the reef. All right, Sandy, get out the underwater television camera. We'll look for it with that. You mean to say you're going to look for my bracelet on TV underwater? Do you have a better suggestion? Oh, no, no, you go right ahead. So uh, they take every opportunity they can to use these big sweeping footages of fishes and things out on the reef just to kind of pad the episode. So anyway, the big mean lawyer from New York City has decided that Flipper must have swallowed the diamond bracelet. There's no other explanation. Why don't you admit it, Ricks? This is getting us nowhere. Well, I will admit that I don't know where that bracelet is. Well, I've been examining the evidence. 
It's all very clear. You mean you know where it is? Of course. That dolphin of yours swallowed it. He did not. Did you see exactly where the bracelet went? No, but... Well, then you can't make that statement. Mr. Enley. I'm cross-examining the witness. Flipper wouldn't swallow a diamond bracelet. Not unless he thought it was a sardine. Yeah, the most expensive sardine in the world. Flipper didn't swallow that bracelet. Right, Flipper? <laughs> see, he said he didn't. Well, what else would you expect him to say? Besides, uh, dolphins don't talk. Flipper does, right, Flipper? <laughs> oh, I've had enough of this nonsense. I'm taking the car and going into town. Iris, I'm getting a court order. So now Bud and Sandy and their dad again get on the scuba gear and jump over the side of the boat. And again, they're immediately in 50 feet of water. (laughs) And it's lots of bad underwater acting. Meanwhile, the mean lawyer has gone into town to get an injunction to get Flipper, to take Flipper. A court order. So he comes back an hour later. I guess you can get a court order in Coral Key real quickly. I I guess if you're a high-priced New York lawyer in Coral Keys. (laughs) And again, With his bowler hat on. Here's how expensive the bracelet is from Iris. You've been looking such a long time. No luck yet? I'm afraid not, Mrs. Sharp. Oh, dear. That was made for me in Paris. It took years to find the stones. So he gets back and he has the court order to have Flipper held captive until they can actually cut him open Oof. and retrieve the bracelet. You wouldn't want to just keep uh, Flipper in a pen for say 24 hours like, and just wait for him to poop it out. <laughs> no, we've got to take we've got to literally gut the dolphin. <laughs> The writing is pure gold, and one of my favorite things to do, and I've always told Jack this, is all of the actors were cast up in New York City. They're Um, from New York. They're they're from, from but Bud is from Brooklyn. Yes. And my favorite thing is to listen to hear from him, like, fucking dad, where's fucking Flipper? I'm going to fucking shank you. (laughs) But you can hear his Brooklyn accent. And it got stronger as he got older. (laughs) Dad, don't let him take Flipper. So the first season, his accent is not nearly as heavy as it is in the last season. Yeah, it's it's very funny. And other actors, there's always New York accents. So now they take Flipper back to the cottage, and Flipper has a, a designated sea pen right there at the cottage in Coral a Key. A sea pen? He's got, they, it's a dolphin. He's got a sea yeah, pen. Yeah, it's, it's a little corral for him. We both know that it's not going to end well. So Bud gets up the next morning before everybody wakes up, and he ta- he gets on his surfboard, of all things, and <laughs> Flipper takes off, and then we see Bud paddling out into the shipping lanes, right? <laughs> Did you see how far yes! out it was? And the whole time I, I was I was like... Well, I mean, I understand you want to be out on the ocean with the flipper, but I mean, you didn't have a dinghy, you didn't have a little raft. He didn't want to to start the motor. Oh. He didn't want to be here. See, look at you smart. (laughs) Look at you smart over there. So now Porter and Sandy come out, and why they bothered looking around the house for Bud is dumb, because they come out and they realize Flipper's gone, and just then the mean attorney and Iris come rolling in in the big black Cadillac. No, it wasn't a Cadillac. What was was it? Chrysler Imperial. Oh, jeez. You think Bud let him out? I'm afraid so. And this time, Bud broke a court order. He's in real trouble, and so are we. Hey, Dad, look who's coming. Jenley, I'm sorry to have to tell you this, but my son Bud's gone and the pen's open. That means he probably took the dolphin out to sea to look for your bracelet. If that dolphin is loose, Mr. Ricks then you have violated a court order. Your son is an accomplice. The sheriff's the man to handle this now. Now, wait a minute. Look, I might know where they are. Why don't you give me a chance to find them? 
I don't know. So again, at this point, Bud has made his way out into the international shipping lanes on his surfboard. <laughs> this is part of the charm of the TV show. This is Porter Rick. He's overdubbing this great explanation of what Flipper must be thinking and what Flipper is actually doing. <laughs> Flipper must have realized that time was short, or he never would have rushed off without Bud. As close as I can figure it, that's when Flipper realized that to find that bracelet, he needed help. Evidently, the other dolphin had seen the lobster with the bracelet. But where was he now? Overhead, in the air, Flipper had another friend who was searching. So how he contacted the pelican is anyone's guess. They're animals. They can talk to each other. Everybody does that. But Flipper's got his pelican friend working from the sky, and he's got his lady dolphin friend helping him look. (laughs) At this point, Bud's getting kind of pissed and is threatening to shank Flipper. Ouch. (laughs) Flipper. Flipper, come here. Flipper, come back. (laughs) Flipper, darn, you don't leave me. Flipper, come back here. So now we get lots of shots of Flipper and pelicans and iguanas and egrets. And apparently everybody... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an, I forgot that there's an iguana. <laughs> and they're all... And, and, and his iguana friend. And they're oh. trying to all trying to help him find no. the bracelet at this point. There's even a sea turtle that Flipper just kind of like bounces around <laughs> and like runs into him. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, well. Also know that whenever we see the spiny lobster, they periodically cut away to the lobster. You'll hear tuba music. and the, the, So the lobster's just cruising around with this gazillion-dollar bracelet wrapped around its head. And of course, there are no animal rights at this point, so they literally just glued that bracelet right <laughs> onto the lobster. Flipper? Flipper, it's me. You want me to follow you? Okay. Gotta find out where that bracelet is. I should have gone straight to the sheriff. But if you're sure you can find that dolphin, well, I'll give you just one last chance. Well, I'll tell you what, Mr. Henley, I'll do what I can. How's that? Well, remember, I still have that court order. And if we have to call in the authorities, I won't hesitate to insist that we use direct means to capture that dolphin. Yeah, I'm sure you won't. So, yeah, put your foot down, Porter Rick. Here's some more excellent dialogue. (laughs) Bud, you all right? Yeah, I'm all right, Dad. I can explain. As well you should, young man. Now, just a minute. This time I'm cross-examining the witness. Hop aboard, Bud. So, right, Porters, let's drive that analogy. I'm interrogating the witness now, Porter oh, Rick. They drag Lord. that analogy into the ground. When he's, it was... talking to the, when he's talking to Flipper. Yes. Anyway, Flipper finally finds the lobster, and... He flings what appears to be a very dead lobster. <laughs> Porter catches that it's clearly a dead spiny no, lobster. No, it's not dead. You see, it's a ton of moving when it's. Oh, I, I think it was dead. Anyway, he catches it. Uh, so this is where it all ends. We're back at the cottage, and the next day, here comes the nasty lawyer and Iris, and they get out of the the big town car with a silver platter. Chrysler Imperial. Uh, Chrysler Imperial, <laughs> and we see that Iris, not thinking too clearly, they well, she tells them they've got a treat for Flipper. Hello. Hello. Hi. Oh, what's that? It's a present for Flipper. Really like it? Well, we'll soon find out, won't we? Where is Flipper? Flipper! Flipper! There you oh. go. Oh. See what I've got you, Flipper? The most expensive caviar money can buy. Now, isn't that a nice thank you present? So it's caviar. I think he would have liked sardines, but she's serving on him caviar crackers. on crackers. And, well, here we go. 
<laughs> My bracelet. Oh, no. She's done it again. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> no, it isn't. Look, Flipper's got it. So, yep, she did it again. Same bracelet. This is classic 60s writing. Same situation, only this time, Flipper is able to retrieve it right there off the dock. And he snatched that bracelet up faster than Puss grabs a tennis (laughs) ball. So, all's well that ends well. Well, of course, I'm laughing at it because, like, as one as good company in the car people know i like my jewelry if you have something and the class falls open at once you go get that shit fixed you don't put it back on way standing over the ocean flinging your so, arm around it was over so the ocean so obvious what was going to happen you could see it a mile away now have you 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 grew up around water have you ever dropped something you needed to retrieve from the water like when you're trying to get into a boat or something like I, that well this is my the thing that most closely relates to that okay I was working at the Crab Claw, and I was probably 16, and I was in a skiff that we used to ferry people back and forth from their boats moored in the harbor to the restaurant, and we would go, and it could hold up to 12 people, and on a Saturday night, a lot of your customers were kind of hammered, and most of them were really rich, and there was a woman, and she had a heavy French accent, and I got her off of a pretty nice yacht, and just as she was stepping off of the scow into the restaurant, her bracelet fell off, Ooh. and I grabbed it just as it was out of reach, arm's reach. It was going into the, the water Ooh. was reasonably clear, and it was getting dark. You're like Flipper. I just barely caught it, and I gave it to her, and I was waiting for the big thank yous, because it was a spectacular save. And she grabs it, and she puts it back on, and she muttered thank you, and, and went on her merry way. Aww. And I was like... And then somebody else in her party slipped me a 20. Oh, well, that was nice. <laughs> and in 1980, that was a lot of money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we when we were back in West Virginia at the Parkersburg Yacht Club, the water in the Canal River is not very clear. And on at least two occasions, I can remember something falling off of our dock into the water between the dock and the boat. Uh-huh. And because it wasn't very deep, you couldn't see anything. Because right. it wasn't very deep, I remember going under the water and like just very patiently patting down in, a, in, a, in an area and finding the item, like a key or uh-huh. something something uh-huh. like that. And uh, so it is interesting to me in this in this storyline, you know, you dumbass, you got this valuable bracelet and you've let it fall off twice you know, and fall and, and into it, the ocean. And then they were, head, they were headed back to Palm Beach because oh. he's like, have you had enough of the simple life IRS? And they're like, we're <laughs> heading back to Palm Beach. Heavy hand. Just the cliches were so funny. <laughs> it ter- was fun, though. It was fun. And you saw the way she was dressed it was so 1964 it was, it was so much of the 60s she did look in the end of when she came out in the dress she looked very nice and she had that weird in the 60s the women had that frosted weird frosted thing where their hair was all one solid color but then just little blotches would be a different color on the top <laughs> and i groovy, remember baby. i remember mom you know to do that to have that effect they had to put a rubber skull cap on and pull the hair through oh. 
to I, do that. She was she was vintage sixty four. Yes. But that's we'll do another episode later. That was one of them. The one where they go through the minefield is another one oh, of my favorites. It he was went on terrifying. and on about that one for a couple. Of it's days. so yeah, yeah. fucking and then, funny. And then of course prepping for this, prepping for this, I watched the sea. He was talking. Kevin was telling me about the the one where Flipper saves them from sharks, and I was watching <laughs> and I and they have that Flipper saves the kids from sharks, and I watched it. And why, Kevin? Because you could practically see them as they shove the dead shark the into shark the frame. The shark is deader it's, than a doornail. <laughs> Flipper would bounce it, you know, and then it would just lifelessly drift out of frame. And then, <laughs> this just popped into my head, There's a there was a thing, a meme, a gif, whatever you uh-huh. want to call it, and it's like, and it was said, dolphins are dicks. They'll piss off a puffer fish to make it big and like a ball, and uh-huh. then they'll bat it around. Yeah, and they said that the toxin, the tri- I, I don't believe it's true, but that they get high off of the toxin, oh, that's but funny. I don't think that's actually possible. But that's- they are, and dolphins, you know, brutalize smaller like yeah. porpoises harbor oh, porpoises yeah, or yeah, small yeah. dolphins they also hump them. people yeah they do yeah, they oh and it, that was mentioned earlier i don't know if i really went on the reason that most of the that all basically except for one all of the flippers were girls so they're hoo-hoo there was no hoo-hoo yeah 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 and also the one kathy one of the dolphins she went into um captivity they all kind of were like uh, scattered to the winds but kathy ended up in a pen and sea aquarium and she committed suicide horrible she she hated her pen so much and one of the handlers from the show who had actually caught her in the wild had trained her and was her on set trainer for flipper went to visit her and he saw her and she she recognized him and while he was there she went down to the bottom of the tank and stayed there until she suffocated and they were like dolphins can do that in front of the guy oh yeah bitch talk about drama put me in a tank fuck you i'm gonna kill myself right right in front of you you. and isn't that scary and then that flipped that guy from being an animal capturing dolphins and all that to an animal rights activist and he freed dolphins that weren't his yes. he advocated for he protested in japan at that annual slaughter at the bay at whatever it is bay and so yeah it was it was very interesting I there's really, that movie i think it's called the cove yep the cove yeah okay i really want to go down not this trip but sometime when we have some time sure. on our hands to go down to ivan tours yeah. just to just to see it so in my research uh, it was already Kevin already mentioned, it, but I'm going to repeat it because I did the research, and I want you to know I did the research. <laughs> so uh, the uh, modified kookaburra bird was the sound of the dolphin noises because the actual dolphin noises did not sound anamorphic enough to the human sound. Oh, okay. So they used the bird sound and sped it up and slowed it down so it sounded like the bird was more like talking. It sounded so more like say talking. Yes and no. Yeah. Yes. Without a big surprise. Uh, Flipper is literally Lassie. Yeah. And it was called, aqua- they called it behind this, they joked and called it Aquatic Lassie or Lassie. Because Lassie fans. was huge in the early 60s. And, and the they were guy like, you know who what? wrote it got the idea. He was the guy from the Creature from the Black Lagoon. His kids he, loved Lassie, his, right? His kids loved Lassie. And he's like, why couldn't we do this with a dolphin? Yeah. Uh, Chuck Connors was the star of the movie. We already said that. Uh, the dolphins used in the show were kept in really small, confined cages, causing physical and mental damages. So basically, the, when the dolphins weren't being used for the show, mm-hmm. they were kept in pens too small to accommodate them because this was before all the animal rights oh my activism. Gosh. Well, other episodes, they beat the shit out of the I dolphins. Know, they pull them into so boats. Horrible. They put them in crates. It's, I mean, they really roughhouse them. Okay, and this, they were, 
a lot of guest stars too on over the series. Right. And uh I'm like, holy shit, that's Martin Sheen. Uh, and I saw Burt Reynolds was on I thought Burt Reynolds was a, a more ser- was on the show. I remember though. he was on the one and, and yeah. David Soul was on David one. Soul. And uh Daniel J. Trevandi from uh Blue coat. What was the blue? NY Blue. What was the NYPD co- Blue? No, no, the cop show. Hill uh, Hill Street Blues. Hill Street Blues. There you go. If the Dolphins did not perform correctly, mm-hmm. they weren't fed. Oh God! That is that is one of the training methods that so the Dolphins learned. You do what we tell you to do, or, you're or not you gonna don't get, your get fed. Oh, wow! Because you have to remember, dolphins are incredibly smart. They are. They still do <clears throat> the flipper show at Seaquarium to this day, apparently. Well, I think I'm not going to say that that they're better about it now because I still don't believe in like zoos bum me out. I mean, yeah. they really do bum me out, and nothing is more depressing to me than to see a horse pulling a cart in a yeah. in a public place because that poor horse. But one would think that these the uh, the the animals needs etc are being met better now much than better they were. much yes, better and yes, dolphins yes. can live to be quite old i yes. think so the dolphins that were on the show were so sensitive that the constant stimulation caused caused stress and caused death by stress and depression oh wow. so they would like some of the dolphins just kind of died in the cages like wow. they would come back and, like, the dark underbelly of flipper yeah, yeah. <clears throat> rick o'berry was the guy who captured most of the dolphins uh-huh. uh he was the original trainer and he had the change of heart happened after, he's the guy after, after kathy, kathy killed him killed herself died for you know she literally kind of killed herself she's kind of a martyr for the animal rights movement she is good for kathy so you go girl you go <laughs> oh jesus she just said that uh blatant abuses of animals uh blatant abuse of animals which was common at the time all the you know there were other yeah. animals on the show too you know and they and, and i believe that they um they they no longer capture wild dolphins i think that's been outlawed and they just dolphins born in captivity right and they're oh, they're given big t- pens they're they're and now they try with- to re whatever rehabilitate them so they can let them go right 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 because none of the ones that let go come back. I mean, they oh. might come back to visit, to say hi and uh-huh. shit, but they don't want to But that one guy yeah. was letting go captive dolphins well, that weren't, didn't know what to do in the wild. So, yeah, yeah. That's sad. Uh, Flipper was basically the last show for all for the the main actors. Okay. Porter yeah. Rick, Luke, Luke Halpert. Porter, and, and, yeah. They, didn't they, do anything. they had a couple. Porter Rick. You said Porter Rick had this horrible life after I'll uh, tell car you, accident and all that I'll stuff. tell you what happened. And. Brian Kelly who played Porter Rick. He wanted to change his acting career, and he had he had bit parts in a ton of other shows. Like because he was a very the, it was very he was actually supposed to be in a movie right after Flipper, and he was he was right. going to start his movie career. Adventures. He was in Beverly Hillbillies, The Rifleman, and um, in 1970, Kelly sought to change his image by playing the role of Robin Stone in The Love Machine. Just prior to filming, he Jack was involved in a motorcycle accident, which left his right arm and leg Oof. paralyzed, and he was confined to a wheelchair the rest of his life. But he did go on to become like a producer. And he was the executive producer for Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. He, I mean, so it didn't destroy. It, you know, but, it yeah, ended but, his acting but career. It a, but it, it was a debilitating yeah. accident. Yes, it was. But yeah, the kids didn't go on to do anything. But they um, a couple works of in the family years. Business. Like if you look at their IMDb, there's like there's Flipper, and then there's like a year or two, and then nothing. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, um, Bud and the, the, both of them show up at like Comic Con or Fan Con or whatever they do that Get stuff. Get ten dollars yeah. of signature, I'd do it. <laughs> yeah, the set where they used the cottage for Coral Key was also the cottage that General Ben lived in. 
There was oh, a, that other show, Gentle so Band, funny that which you was said that. like glassy with a bear. Listen to this. <laughs> and also, the basic idea of Flipper was then turned into the basis for Gentle Band. Right. And Ron Literally. Howard's, Ron Howard's little the brother. The same people. They yeah. were, Lassie, we're going to use it on Flipper. And then after Flipper, we're going to use it on Gentle Ben. Gentle Ben. Gentle Ben, they lived in the Florida uh, Everglades, uh, and they had a bear that was was like his pet. And that was the least successful of all of them. Well, so. yeah, but Gentle Ben, I, well. Yeah. I love Gentle Ben. I know Gentle Ben, but I never watched and it. And we yeah. talked about the Australian version of Lassie was Skippy, the bush kangaroo. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you ever saw Just it, but we I saw it. Never see it. Yeah. I didn't ever see it. I looked it up after you told me. Yeah. The only other thing, the only other really good bit of... Uh, of uh, research I did on this and not a lot of people know this there was a side character named Tina she was friends with Bud uh-huh. she was probably in the f- first episode first season they or two they retooled it a lot yeah but she she didn't I don't know if she was in it the whole the whole time but she was a semi-regular character at least at the beginning okay. she was Violet Beauregard in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory oh okay that's pretty big look at that that's great and that is all the research I could get on Flipper okay if you want to watch Flipper, go to Pluto TV, which is free, and on demand, you just type in Flipper and you get all seasons for free. You've got to watch commercials, but they're all there and it's really fun. And thank you for going down this little bit of memory lane. Oh, I love he Flipper. Loves it. We might do another one later. Like, share, comment, and uh, okay, or we're, not, we're, not, we're not done with the episode. We got a we got a, we got more stuff to talk about. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were done. We recorded that that section weeks ago and we have since gone to fort lauderdale and i wanted to go on a pilgrimage to a pilgrimage. see the flipper locations and we did right we did we uh Fli- we flipper thought was... the studer we, studer <laughs> we thought the studio had closed and well, it had however yeah oh i was gonna say uh, it was sold to a developer and it, it, well, let's go back okay. ivan tours We're going oh, back ivan tours was a um, film director, screenwriter, and all that. He was born to a Jewish family in Budapest in 19, uh, 1916. And Do you he think fled... he knew the Gabors? Uh, maybe. I wouldn't be surprised, but he fled the Nazis in 1939, came to this country, he went to Fordham, then he got into writing plays and movies and all that. And he, he made some movies in the early 50s, and then he opened Ivan Tours Studios in the late 1950s in North Miami. That was where he it's went so on. so funny, North Miami. <laughs> it's not so, anywhere near Miami, but uh, that's okay. Well, what I wanted to see was the studio. The studio was sold to a developer. It was sold to another company. It was originally Ivan Tours Studios. That's the name of it. In the early 90s, it was sold to a Canadian company. They renamed it Greenwich Studios. And then in 2021, a developer bought it. And they were supposed to be developing it into housing units. So we left going down to Miami. I didn't know if it was going to still be there or not. But we wanted to go see that because that's where they filmed the interiors for Flipper. And then when they wanted to do, when they wanted to be at Coral Key, which was supposed to be in the fictitious Coral Key Park, they would go to Virginia Key. So I was like, Jack, can we go down? We went down. What's that? Key Biscayne. No, it was Virginia Key. That's oh. where we went to Key Biscayne after we went there. But anyway, uh. so we went down, went down to Miami. We we were in traffic the whole way, but that's not the point. Uh. So we made the made the trip to North Miami. Very, we were going through the it wasn't suburbs. It was it was developed and all that. Turned the corner and boom, there it was, just like I imagined it. <laughs> so it was 
uh, the gate was open, so we just let ourselves well, the, in. The, well, <laughs> now, okay, I have to fix the details. Yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> I'm over. The gates that you would go to if you were a visitor on the front of the or lock, uh, the yeah. front of the studio were all closed over, locked, big chains, etc. But I said to Kevin, because I we pulled over where you, I pulled over, mm-hmm. and I said, the door's hanging wide open. And I, and I jokingly said something to the effect of, you know, what are the, the 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 what are the people who go into abandoned buildings called? They're called. Um, they are called speed. Uh, it's not spelunking. No, no, no. Uh, urban explorers yeah. or something like that. So I thought, you know, if we can, if we could possibly get in the gate or whatever, would <laughs> it look. was open? We just drove right. Well, through, like, then we, the we drove back. We continued on the main road towards the back of the studio, and the gate was standing wide open. And I figured, well, we've got. I I, I felt a little hesitation about pulling on to private property. It's private property, no trespassing. And, and, <laughs> And we pulled in, and of course, we pulled into the back parking lot where all the stars would park. Mm-hmm. And uh, we drove through the through the parking lot around, and the building looked like it was in relatively well kept shape. And we drove through the lot, and there were workmen working on the air conditioning something an inside. air conditioning repair there was a van a couple of vans with with um what do we you have call? pictures there, yeah. there's going to be a there, there livery livery vans with there you will know. be a facebook post to uh to accompany this uh, yeah thing. you want to see the pictures go to go to our facebook page and go to company Ke- in the car facebook and page. kevin of course goes let's go in and i'm like there is no way i am going in an abandoned student and as that <laughs> sentence was finishing the sound of my door shutting yeah, his door, he was <laughs> already out of the car he, gone. He looks over and I, I, so I just walked past. I waved to the guy. I stepped over one of the workers. He was sitting there eating a sandwich. He was eating something. I, I literally stepped over and to him, waved, and he just looked at me. They didn't care. They didn't, they didn't, care. didn't care. They're workmen. They and don't there, care. There were four main studios there, A, B, C, and D. I let myself into Studio A. Now, they did the interiors for Flipper there. They When Flipper shut down in 67, they immediately used the same sets that they used on at Ivantour Studio and out on Virginia Key for Gentle Ben, which is pretty much Flipper, but you just now have a bear. A bear. And then in the 80s, they used those studios for Miami Vice. They, Dexter. Um, the Dexter. Um, what's the uh, uh, Jim what? Carrey movie? Um, uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, yes. and uh, there was and a I really think one of the CSIs wasn't yes. one of the CSIs. Yeah, they used all too? of it. It has a very story Oh, you know what I'm talking about. And there was a very shitty mural on the back wall <laughs> for that. That there had a flipper and all that stuff. And there was a little plaque that said, "Please use this studio. It's like it's your own home." Um, flipper says thank you. So I was I was a glow. It was everything I wanted it to be. <laughs> I went upstairs. There was a long hallway. Now, of... I'm going to pause you. Well, okay. Kevin went into a private property building yeah. with the door standing <laughs> wide open. No one said a thing to him. No. Nope. He was dressed in a Hawaiian shirt and shorts. He walked right in I was and he was gone taking for <laughs> probably about 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes. He yeah. wasn't gone that long, but I parked closer to the door just in case he came out running. <laughs> so, uh, and of course, I'm sitting in the car uh, taking pictures of myself, sending it to my friends and family going, if we get arrested, this is where we are. Okay, I, and go back. Yeah, the, um, the it looked like the studio was still fully functioning. There was nothing wrong with it. Um, I went up to where the dressing rooms were. There was a hallway with probably eight dressing rooms on either side so maybe 16 dressing rooms 
all clean, mirrors, light bulbs, the bathrooms look like they've just been cleaned. So if it's going to be torn down, somebody's doing a really good job of keeping it up. Well, they the want back, to keep the building up for uh, uh, for for for. No, no, no. They don't but want to lose mean, money in the building. Yeah, uh, yeah. If somebody else buys it, yeah. I guess um, the the back break room was a little funky, and there was there. That's where there was a little disarray. So he in back. saw all the main dressing rooms. He saw the the uh, extras dressing room with the big mirror. Uh-huh. I, now I've seen all this through pictures, and I'm only giving this because Kevin's kind of glossing over a little bit. He saw the big room with the big mirror with all the lights, with all the chairs where all the extras got to. He saw the break or the 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 <laughs> the craft service room. Yep. He saw all that, and then he's wandering up and down steps, different floors. I yeah, there was no door I wouldn't look behind. So <laughs> I just acted like I owned the place. I didn't see anybody else. Nobody cared. Um, I went through all of the different ones. I went up in the rafters to look down. So I was like, this is where Porter Rick was, and this is where Bud was telling Sandy to fuck off, and uh, <laughs> you know Don Johnson. So I was really thrilled. That was, I've been wanting to go down there for years, and the fact that when we turned that corner and it was just like I imagined, my heart skipped a beat. And then the fact that we got in and I got to go all through it, and there was a nod to Flipper, and there was that shitty mural. It was great, and it was just so fun to know that that's where they filmed all and that stuff. you said you got to see 75% of the building? Yeah, the, I didn't the, go the, all the, the way over to Studio D, which was all the way. I had to go across, and that was kind of where they were working, and I just was like... I. I got my fix. I and was the, in the big one. And the 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 foreman dude was he like he, he was he like, said something to us we didn't understand. He, well, because he had a very heavy accent, but he was very he was like yeah they closed down it's closed yeah. whatever whatever. But so, you know yeah. we were in a Mercedes. I've got a camera. Ooh, I'm, I'm on, on, it's I, not just, we were borrowing your car. But we we just it looked like we might even work yeah, for the company it, that yeah, bought it. It's, it didn't. it's very funny. So very from funny. there we punched in the ways and we're going to go to Virginia Key. Now Virginia Key is a state park where they filmed a lot of the exteriors that's where coral key was supposed to be i thought the where they fit where the studio i thought that the studio was on the water no see this was a flaw i had in my in my thought process i thought the studio was on the water so that some of the water things were shot there in the studio as well and when i said that kevin was like no No. like i was a complete idiot for (laughs) thinking that which was very funny do believe when ivan tours opened that studio they had a water feature on the property where they could shoot close-ups of people on boats and things long since gone developed paved over very densely populated part of miami right so we headed down and we were going down i I think route one was it route one and um suddenly we're seeing all of these groovy 1950s and 1960s themed motels you know like the valley high and this and then momi is on all the signs or yeah momi and we're like what is momi but it was super cool old school like wildwood new jersey it's the mid-century modern push for the modern style that that 1950s mid-century modern style so momi is modern hotel, miami modern miami so buildings all the buildings the hotels and stuff like that were were uh <clears throat> done in such a way that it reminded me a lot of the hotels in wildwood, wildwood new, jersey. new jersey anyway so we made our way down through there and out uh the rickenbacker causeway rickenbacker which on the way to key biscayne which is to the southeast of Miami, there is Virginia Key, which is to the left. There was a place where they actually filmed called Jimbo's Place was actually on the location of where the cottage for Flipper was. <laughs> and that was... That That's was a whole other story in itself. It is. They closed that down in 2014, but apparently you could go back there. The guy sold ice so you could ice down your beer and there he were chairs and things. And he was kind of a squatter. But we couldn't find the actual location. I think I saw you from a distance. You found it. You found it. 
but I, I know I saw some scenes where they, like, I remember Bud and Sandy coming back in the whaler or a couple of locations. I'm like, I know that's where they filmed it. I know that's where they filmed it. And, because um, the way the park was set up, the boat ramps and launches and the area that you were allowed to swim in with lifeguards is obviously where they did all of this stuff. Yeah. So, so it was pretty... Well, before we got to Virginia Key, we stopped at the Rusty Pelican. Or oh, we no. did that the, first? Yeah. So we did that on the way, that down. On the way okay. down. So the Rusty Pelican. Or was it, yeah, it was Our friend Rusty. David. Hey, David, can you think of a fun place to go for lunch? Oh, you need to try the Rusty Pelican. Oh, we don't want anything fancy. It's not fancy. It's not fancy. Mm. <laughs> it, it had a great view. It overlooks um, the uh, Biscayne Harbor. It was a beautiful restaurant. Yeah, it sat south of Miami, and you with all these big picture windows, mm-hmm. you saw the bay, and you saw the Miami skyline. You saw all these boats that were har- uh, anchored out in the bay. And yeah. Kevin, you, Kevin, told me that if you anchor your boat there, you don't have to pay or anything. No, you, you can, can stay there. If so you can just you... park a, a, a houseboat out there and live. You if can, you want. if you're not in a designated channel and they're a bit of an eyesore so when you look out you'll see some old hippies with houseboats and things like that <laughs> there's one with trees yeah and, and then you'll and see the you know the four million dollar yacht will go by and then there was a little island mm-hmm. off to the one side where people, people were playing music and drinking beer music. so i'm assuming somebody had like a uh, a bar set up there because they had jet skis and all no this no, no they just rode out there that 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 island had nothing on it there's a commercial interest in this little platch of land there because people want to go out to it to party so there was a boat there that had drinks and stuff like that on it and then there was also jet skis and there were people on the island and the clouds were coming in the the rain was coming in so at one point when we were sitting there eating i saw a guy on a jet street pulling Three jet skis behind him, empty jet skis. Oh, so whoever was you know jet skiing didn't want to drive the jet skis back back in, in the, the rain. rain. Yeah. Well, tell them how much our lunch costs. Oh, um, oh, I should have kept that receipt. So I got two fish tacos the size of a mouse got, uh, that you use to move on your computer <laughs> and a handful of French fries, and it was twenty eight dollars. I I got a. Uh, a crab cake for the table because it was an appetizer. Kevin doesn't eat very much, so I don't have a problem sharing food with him. So I got a crab cake, and it was, I think, 30 bucks. It was. And then I got a fish dish of some sort. Salmon. I got the salmon, and it was with vegetables and mm-hmm. orzo or something, or mashed potatoes or something. I don't know what it was. But our bill with soda, we didn't even have booze. The food was $140. Yeah. $140. And I was $140. Like, I mean, it was stupid. I don't spend. Okay. And never good, again. Good company. It was a good time. Good company in the car, listeners. I like good food and I'm willing to pay for good food. That was that was not worth $140. No, 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 no. It, was, it was mediocre. The, now, the, the we had once. a great time. We enjoyed sitting there. We enjoyed watching the, th- with the the rain came in. All the people that were sitting outside had to run in with their plates yeah, and drinks and stuff. They did. We it saw was, some influencers filming We saw a themselves. couple influencers because we got a kick out of it because it was like, so that's what they're doing. So this uh, a, a middle-aged woman came in and she was well-dressed, but she was she was casually dressed but her clothes were dressed but she had excellent hair and makeup and she was followed with a guy with a camera and kevin pointed out to me i probably wouldn't have noticed it because i wasn't looking and i'm like so does she get something out of this because this is a restaurant the rusty pelican's been there forever it's not like it's a new place or anything like that but anyway it was uh it was very interesting to watch all of that so from there we left and we went to virginia key which the history of virginia key back in the um 19 19- 
40s, the all of the beaches were segregated down there. The black community in Miami protested. They didn't have so a beach. They didn't have a beach. So Virginia Key was for the exclusive use of the black community in Miami. So it was sort of reverse, but you, you couldn't go if you were white. And it's it, it was just, I, I don't know if that was a good... Thing. Well, that I, was a, that was a definitely a sign of the times. So there was a specific thing. There were white beaches. There were black, black beaches. beaches. So, so Virginia was Key was given for, for that. So that was and on the way to this. It's kind of out there. It's hard to get to. Well, it's not easy to get to. And then from there we went, and there was they were just finishing up. Somebody had had a wedding there, and oh. what I thought were permanent structures like it greenhouses. Like a greenhouse. And, and we thought it was a greenhouse. They were all temporary for this wedding. So somebody had a wedding in a public park on Virginia Keys, and they had paid to have a structure built. Mm-hmm. Supply- the build out on it was with electricity and everything. Hundreds of thousands for Plant- it. There were big pot. Of- you could see that they had brought plants in to put around and everything. Yeah. And and we. We tried to even try to figure out whose wedding it was just out of curiosity because when yeah, Kevin went I was into like, the, was a celebrity? <laughs> yeah, Kevin went into the visitor center because, again, I didn't get out of the car. Because yeah. I am I know good, com- good company in the car. I'm a little lazy. And unless I see what we're walking for, you can tell me, okay, we're going to walk 50 feet this way and then that's where the thing is. Okay, I'm not getting out and wandering around to find the thing. You tell me where it is, I'll walk to it. Yeah. Anyway. So from there, we then drove down to Key Biscayne just to check it out. Snotty white enclave, very dull. Turned around, headed back for Fort Lauderdale and in the height of rush hour traffic. And then... Which didn't about, bother me at all. About halfway through, a torrential tropical storm began that would run for the next 48 hours and completely saturate the town. Yes. But it took us two hours to get back. It should have taken about 40 minutes. minutes, yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah, for the next two days, it rained and, and for, the neighborhood and flooded. And um, We should have a contest. Uh, the uh, We should have some sort of a contest and the winning prize is to be in a car with Kevin in bad traffic because it's so much fun <laughs> I, but, I am trying to listen to fun music and just kind of you know you, we're not really driving very fast and i'm trying to jam out and he's yeah. over there ooh, ooh, yeah. Yeah. it's very funny um so yeah so we saw the ivan tour studios we saw virginia key we saw where they filmed flipper and i guess they filmed gentle ben there he as was well. like a little kid and it was great it was he a lot was of fun li- the look on his face we have i have took a picture yeah the look on his face when he came out of the studio is he's just like look <laughs> at what i saw it's yeah very very so funny. Go, uh, go to the Facebook page. We'll have them up. It's kind of fun. It's I took a, a perfect, lot inside the studio. It's a perfect wrap up to the flipper. Episode. And there's a, there's a video of inside the studio. So Woo! anyway, Woo! now you can let them go. All right. Thank you for listening. Or a warming. That someday the ass will be the girl can't have